0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the I'm Actually Podcast. I am Tristan, and I am joined, as ever, by Bob. Hello, Bob. Hello. I am the Tara the, the Bob. <laughs> there we are. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to do this quickly, I guess, is kind of the plan tonight. Yeah, why not? Because there's not a ton of stuff, it's and cold. Uh, it's cold, and I want to go home. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to go through some stuff. But first, I am going to mention... <laughs> I've already gone through some stuff. I've already gone through some... I'm, God damn it, I'm going through some stuff. Uh, the Absolute Fourth World Jack Kirby Volume 2 is out, and this is one of the most beautifully presented hardcovers I've ever seen in my life. Um, and I may go back and get these, because they are just so nice. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I purposefully didn't let myself look at them because I knew I would want to buy. It's them. so stupid how expensive they are. Yep, They're 150 exactly. bucks a pop, yeah. uh, and I think it's going to take four of them to make up the entire fourth world. Wow! So are they oversized? They are massively yeah, oversized. Okay. They're like super tall slip case, you know, yeah. like really fancy pants presentation. Um, yeah, it's real. It's real pretty, but uh, <laughs> it's realer than real deal. Holyfield field. <laughs> That's pretty real. That's as real as it gets. Uh, yeah, I'm going to get a tattoo that says the four real deal. Um, and that is a reference to Homestar Runner. Sorry. <laughs> I anyway, uh, <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man number 86 yep. is out. I didn't read it. I read it.
1: It was fine. I mean, it's just like the story yeah. is weekly and it goes on. And so not a ton of stuff happens, but there's a, there's some stuff and... A cliffhanger.
0: And a thing. What I really should have read was Angel, and I didn't. Oh, I didn't read it. Why poopsie should you poopsie. have read it? I don't know. Because oh. the, the all that Buffy stuff has been fun.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. I
0: thought I'd give it a shot, um, but I didn't get a chance to. Something I also didn't read was Aerosmith, number one. You know... I the thing is, is like I, I didn't the original back in the day. I didn't read it,
1: so I didn't get it. I flipped through it, and I was just like, I didn't immediately understand what was going on. And so all I, I can just
0: imagine didn't. is that this is going to sell for shit because I don't. I mean, even the people who read it back in the day of those, the people who are going to come back to it, are going to be a tiny percentage who are even still reading comics or whatever, and then or still alive. <laughs> or, I don't. I wonder I don't know, if man.
1: this might be a check out the trade like i bet this i mean, I mean it's kurt music it's
0: carlos pacheco i think but isn't this this is a uh, i mean god this is not actually tied into uh oh shit for some reason i thought that, that was tied into the uh his other thing
1: no i believe *Aerosmith* is totally different but i do think that this might be like one of those things no no it's definitely not but i wonder if it's one of those things that might be like a like a scholastic like huge seller you know kind of thing like it could be i mean i don't really know much about it i
0: remember i remember reading it uh when it came out the original version i thought it was great it looks great it was fun it was one of those things that was recommended to me as one of those like Top whatever graphic novels at the time yep. But I feel like it is It was of the time and I i Don't know we'll see I think it's like world War one but there's is. like dragons That is correct yeah kind of That deal uh, it's like uh, Like one of the best movies Ever made uh, <laughs> What is that thing called If it's about world war One and dragons
1: I have no idea
0: Oh it's not world war one remember the uh, The movie that had Oh my God! Christian Bale fighting dragons?
1: Oh,
0: not really. Breath of Fire? No. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, it's something of fire. Don't you worry. It's about one of those things. That things rain, that slip of past me. rain of fire. Rain of eh? fire. Rain. R e i g n. I believe. Oh, of, fire, of course. Clever.
1: Is that like K n i g h t?
0: Sure is. It sure is. It's just like, just like oh, how Batman's always clever. By the way, we're going to talk about two Batman titles that aren't here. Detective is not out this week for us because Lunar has one of my boxes and um what is the other one there's another thing uh Der The Night Oh yes, The Knight, which is another Batman origin story. I'm sure you're yeah. all thrilled for another Batman origin story. <laughs> what were saying
1: earlier? This time there's no pearls.
0: <laughs> uh. This time it's she was wearing like a really cheap gold chain. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it
1: hits the ground and just kind of splats. This time she has gold teeth and they <laughs> come off when <which laughs> she gets hit in the face. I
0: love the idea that she has gold she has dentures, they fall out of her <laughs> mouth and then it's just teeth <laughs> that go across do uh, uh,
1: Detective, I
0: actually am looking forward. Oh, Detective to, but, uh, is so good. It's, it's, it's really good right, really right, right now. It's really good. I yeah, like yeah, it. yeah. That'll be in next week, uh, cool. somewhere. It, Ooh, it that will, means
1: you'll have two issues next week.
0: True. Well, it'll either be in like right on time, or it'll be like a day or two after yeah. the the new stuff comes in, depending on when they when they manage to pull the shit together. Cool. Um, uh, blah blah blah. Okay, so we got Avengers number fifty two. Mm. Pretty cool um, yeah. If you're into this star brand thing Some big star brand stuff goes on action. Yeah some big star brand action I actually really dug this issue Yeah I thought it was good um, We got a trade for Basilisk which I we very much that. Recommend if you're into that Kind of like supernaturally Kind of like version of the X-Men kind of kind of story It's fun I yeah. like it uh, If you're into Beastars uh, I guess we have One of those somewhere I don't know what that is. stars. is. They're like beasts, but also stars. Oh, beast stars! It appears to be some sort of furry manga. I am unfamiliar. Uh, ben Riley Spider Man number one is out. Yeah.
1: It's just like reads like another issue of Amazing yeah, Spider Man. It, it does, but, but it's it, good. Is,
0: it yeah. I mean, it is. If basically what was going on was that you were really missing uh, the Ben Riley stuff from when you know now that Peter Parker's out of bed. Um, uh, you know, there you go. You get some extra. Well, Amazing was all Ben Riley as yeah, well, so. it was. But now Peter Parker's all better. Oh, he's better, so you don't so get what you get, get half and half kind right. of. In Amazing, well, they,
1: you know? they did a lot of world building with that, so like, yeah, if you I think want so. that continued story, then and it's got a cool Scotty on cover.
0: And also, De Mateus is writing it. Is that correct? Oh, yeah, nice, damn. That's pretty fucking cool, um, yeah. I enjoyed He's, it. He
1: wrote the Clone Saga, or some he of sure it. Sure did.
0: He, yeah, yeah. I think he wrote it when it was good, and then, <laughs> I mean, uh, and, then good. and then some <laughs> other people <laughs> kept going, and it and wasn't so great. Got,
1: I'm not gonna say a name. Yeah, they got some should, other things. Why? 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 Yuck someone's yum.
0: <laughs> Uh, So Black Manta, number five. Ah, man,
1: I really think this is a great comic. When this comes out,
0: if you didn't read this,
1: when it comes out as a trade, like, check it out. Like, I think it's good. I love the art. There's, like, a really cool, uh, like, black and white Justice League, or black, white, and red Justice League, like, double page thing. Like, it's really, I think it's a great comic. And I've been saving them Mm up sorry about my s's here they feel like they're really like uh but anyway uh, maybe i think I'll, you're imagining it i'm, too, I'm not I'm hearing too, it i'm too close but anyway black manta is good being the tldr of Yeah,
0: we are not recording at a very high level so uh oh, okay. i'm not i'm not cranked so you're gonna be fine okay cool um it's just in my ears yes uh yeah it's probably i might have turned up your cans too high sorry um <laughs> We do this with a can and My a piece canes. of <laughs> and a piece of waxed string going between <laughs> the two of them. That's why it sounds so bad. um so like we Nancy and Slego over here, <laughs> in the cans yes, uh the Encyclopedia Brown Detective agency <laughs> uh so uh blue and gold uh
1: can I just note that the villain of blue and gold is named Omnison? <laughs> and uh it's really timely. <laughs> Very timely, DC. What did they know, and when did they know it?
0: Hell yeah! Somebody, somebody <laughs> needs to start asking the questions. Get Joe Rogan in there. Yep, <laughs> yep. You know, is
1: that hamburger thing real? Did he really say that about hamburgers, or is that just no? Like that made is, up? that was made up. That okay. was a,
0: that's a. Okay. I think that's actually a Tim Heidecker bet a okay. bit. He, cool. Tim Heidecker did a wonderfully hilarious little little takedown on him, which was very funny. Nice. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, right,
1: cool. I just was like, he can't be that dumb. No, he can't. Yeah, okay.
0: No, no that's just someone's <laughs> having fun at Everyone's his expense. Someone's having a little fun. <laughs> um, we got Bolero, number one from Image Comics.
1: Man, does it have good art, but wow is it does, not for me.
0: It does have good art. It is definitely, I mean, it is a... It's weird because it it sells you a bill of goods right up front where you're like, hey, we're hitting you with an erotic. I mean, and when I say erotic, there is also, like, I mean, there's full-on penetration. Yeah, it's sonic. kind of like 50% so this is, this percent, is, is, like, porn, basically. This is pretty porny, uh, but it is a trans uh, gay love story. It is interesting. It is two, uh, I believe, one is a trans woman and one is a lesbian woman and they're having a relationship and there's other weird stuff and it does like you're like okay this is really straightened by the numbers it, it does a lot of that like river daily tropey kind of like look we've got this cool band yeah. we've got this cool hangout spot we've
1: got like it's like the stuff with the band was the stuff that had me and then the like, stuff with
0: the 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 you the know. burger joint <laughs> <laughs> sure I was excited about the burger joint. uh yeah but, I don't know anyway uh, but yeah and then it got it does, the art is good though. it flips the script about two thirds of the way through and we get some like straight up supernatural satan-y like crazy crazy cake stuff yeah, going on like the person that's like opening yeah, their yeah, chest yeah, up yeah, and like, stuff
1: and like yeah. weird yeah it's it, like it, when I say it's not for me that in no way means it's bad it's no, just no, not no. what I'm looking for in a comic
0: no, I. this is definitely going to be somebody's bag oh, yeah. um, and probably quite a few people's. It's gorgeous. You know, again, you know, content warning if something like that offends you. But I think at this point in uh, human civilization, I think we're familiar with the concept of sex and we know how it works. So when we see it, it's not quite as freaky as yeah. maybe it was in the 50s. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. This is not a comic that would have come out even like... What, 10 Even years 10 ago? years ago this would have been yeah like blacklisted i mean maybe. and it probably still will be <laughs> it's, oh, it's entirely possible that someone will it should we'll have I a mean, fit about in, it
1: i'm maybe a little puritanical but like i feel like in a it, you know it's like this is like
0: if it i would probably bag it like oh oh 100 this is this is a little it's a little risque yeah. there's just one scene that like, i was like that might be that yeah. might be too far
1: but it's not yeah it's like it's it's right up Right up to the the fence. Yep,
0: <laughs> it's like, okay, if this wouldn't if this wouldn't have flown on Game of Thrones, maybe it needs to be in a bag. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, how about Chew Trade Paperback of Volume Two finally out? Nice. People love this book as they well should. It continues to be awesome, at least as good as Chew ever was. So, pretty cool. Um, we also have uh, the going down uh, Constantine the Hellblazer trade paperback which was the James Tynion Ming Doyle series that is in trade. I think it has been in trade for a while. I think we just got it back in finally. Cool. Um, and one of the big exciting things that came out this week, there is a new cursed pirate girl. Yeah, that was cool to see. And I would imagine that considering how complex the art in these things and how long they are what a project it must be to make these fucking things. I'm sure that yeah. he has been working on it since 19 whatever 97 or whatever. Yeah, came out.
1: I mean, I don't. I haven't followed Curse Pirate Girl like rapidly, but I don't know how much of it has come out since I like. I was telling you about like when I when I met those guys at C2E2, yeah. and that was 12 years ago. And I don't know like if has an issue come.
0: Since then, like, I, don't I don't think so. No, I don't know. There was that annual that came out, and I think it used to be was. more than
1: one person, and this one was just one.
0: Oh, is that true? I don't know that for sure. I mean, I felt, like me was, I felt like I it was. I felt like it was, a it was writer and like, an artist. Yeah,
1: but this is like just one one I creator.
0: Mean, I I don't want to dismiss the the writer's role in all of this, but let's face it. I mean, there's clearly a superstar here. Yeah. I mean, there's a Michael Jordan on this team regardless of how good the fucking point guard is you know <laughs> like yeah uh, I'll, I'll, I'll,
1: I'll I just want to sh- like I, I, I'm never going to not share this story but uh, when I when I went to a panel that Mignola Mike Mignola was, was giving and everyone was asking like the worst questions and uh, I asked him if he still read comics and what comics he liked and he said he liked Cursed Pirate Girl and then later on I went to their booth and recounted the same story and they were very pleased that it was they were like it was you you made, we made so much money and I loved that they made a bunch of money uh, uh, that's based amazing. on me asking a question
0: I think that was I think not only was that super important for them that day I think it was important for them in the course of the comic in its history mm. because that quote from from him sold that book at diamond like crazy as well so yeah. good job yeah good job helping cool. him out that was cool also highlight also i know that somebody is like tearing their hair out screaming at this podcast who loves basketball and they're like jordan was a point guard you fucking dumbass. <laughs> it wasn't me <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i, I didn't know another position him. um okay anyway we got defenders number five out there Ooh, i love this one
1: this is uh, such a cool book and I feel like that everybody who read
0: uh, Immortal Hulk
1: maybe isn't looking at this. Uh, yeah, I
0: feel like that may be something that they're falling down on because more people were getting Gamma Flight than are getting Defenders, and I think that they should really... Like, Gamma
1: Flight is, is I mean, more of a, a direct... Obvious. You know, this obviously only has uh, Harpy in it, so it only has, like, that. But it is Al Ewing, and, like, the... Uh, the art, uh from Javier Rodriguez,
0: is like, yeah. I mean, seriously, Javier Rodriguez for fuck's sake, jaw
1: dropping. Like, there's like a like a deco art deco page of this with like a, uh, I don't know. It's just like cause also
0: it's, this will be. I feel like Defenders for some reason. I feel like this one's going to read better as a trade anyway. It might. I can see that. But I also feel like it's a, one of those trades that people aren't going to think about.
1: It's also one of those things where it's like Marvel and DC both do this, where they'll do a special issue that comes out and you're like, here's the future of the DC universe, the Marvel <laughs> universe. This is the linchpin. Yep. And then you get it and it's like the story of the masked raider. <laughs> and then you do this whole 80 pages of the masked raider and then nothing fucking happens with the character yeah. until it finally does. And then everybody's forgotten. And when they, they're just like, who's this guy? I don't That's even right. remember buying that comic two years ago.
0: You're not going you're not wrong actually i had forgotten about the masquerader until you yeah. mentioned and it. it's like this is literally the continuation
1: of oh, that one cool. marvel I'm, 80th anniversary special i hate issue. to
0: say it i thought that i loved that idea so
1: yeah so it was that, really cool I and they're doing stuff with like the origin of galactus and like all this cool marvel cosmic stuff and just the yeah. art is great and it's really cool mm-hmm. and it's a great team I love that they're using Cloud from the Defenders. Such a weird choice, but such yeah. a great like character for right now. Nah, there no. we go. It's a great book.
0: Blah 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 blah. Bloody fucking blah. Bloody fucking blah. Um, Devil's Reign villains for hire. This was fun. Yeah, sure. I think it was fun. <laughs> yeah, I dug this, and uh, the reveal of who they're pulling into the team next, I think, is really really cool. And also, you kind of find out more like. Also, if you're reading everything in The Devil's Reign, uh, read Villains for Hire before you read uh, Devil's Reign X-Men, which is my next one Ooh, on the I list. I forgot to read that one. Because Devil's Reign X-Men spoils the ending of Villains for Hire. Dope. So, <laughs> go for that.
1: Yeah, they're not numbered in any way, too, no. so that's great.
0: <laughs> but... Uh, I will also say that uh, Devil's Reign X-Men was awesome as well. This is the story of the new Thunderbolts basically coming down to kick them out of Central Park and burn down the treehouse. Oh, wow. That's not going to go well. fuck your dumb treehouse. And, of course... uh, The treehouse kicks their ass. (laughs) uh, It it doesn't even come to that. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, So, yeah, it's pretty great. And... Edgar Allan Poe's Snifter of Death, number four.
1: Oh, man, there's a great Rick Geary story that's really weird. Go figure, it's Rick Geary story, whatever. Uh, (laughs) He's being weird this time. And then there's a weird Wolfman story in it, too. I love the Snifter of Death, it's good. So good. Eternals, number
0: nine. Jesus, that movie is free (laughs) on Disney+, (laughs) and I still haven't looked at it. Uh, So, if that tells you anything... uh, I actually know two people who have watched it
1: uh, tangentially, and uh, let's just say it has not inspired me to go see it based on... uh,
0: I mean, listen, regardless of any other thing, aside from the fact that I just don't care about the Eternals, and literally never have, and nothing can make me care about them, even Neil Gaiman was incapable of making me care about them as characters. I thought that was a fun story. I didn't remember a single one of their names after I read it. Um, And so even with that it's their powers it boils down to like just on a simple comic fan thing if somebody's flying and they're shooting lasers I could give two shits
1: (laughs) (laughs) for me the Eternals there's two points in the time where the Eternals mattered to me one was when I read Quasar and Makari from the Eternals Mm -hmm. was a supporting character because he was cool in that specific series, yeah. because Mark Grunewald was cool and made him cool. And then the only other time. That era
0: of characters. Big surprise uh, coming up.
1: Yeah, totally. And then uh, the other time was when Cersei was uh, uh, on the Avengers. And yeah. that did not really last that long and really, like,
0: yeah. Well, it was also just, like, doesn't that make That time when everybody wore a leather sense. jacket. I
1: hate that era. Yeah, that's that time. Oh. That's the only other time I even noticed that the Eternals existed.
0: Who earns Who We got some untold tales from G.I. Joe Who is, as you may know, a real American hero I thought Um, G.I.
1: Joe was multiple people
0: Shit, you might be right (laughs) Um, So yes, this is the 25th volume of G.I. Joe from IDW Wow Pretty crazy
1: I used to sing IGA instead of G.I. Joe Because there was an IGA in my town (laughs) i <laughs> be like, oh, IGA, real I miss,
0: American groceries. I miss IGA. Yeah, the was, Blue Hill one. That's the one that was near me. Uh, there was one in Presque Isle as well. I
1: think there used to be ones all over all Is over that me. true?
0: Yeah, I feel like it was like some sort of like collective. Independent like some, Grocers Association, yeah, like, a, like some sort of like... Like, straight-up, like, hippie collective of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean, the one in Blue Hill definitely was. That's pretty great. Everything's a hippie collective there, though. <laughs> or at least was at one point.
0: Except for the Ku Klux Klan, which started there. What? <laughs> yes. In Blue Hill? I believe the northern chapter of the Ku Klux Klan started in Blue Hill. What? I believe that is true. he just blew my
1: mind, and not in a good way. No, not in a good way at <laughs> all. That is oh, what.
0: That is what is very surprising about that area. I think I read that... A while back, I mean, feel free to check my math on that one, but I, uh, but I, I definitely, <laughs> but I definitely remember this, and I was like, Blue Hill, insane, what the fuck? But <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. If you had said Castine, I'd have bought it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, pretty weird. Shout out to my hometown. <laughs> yeah, hey Castine. Uh, Hawkeye Epic Collection: The Avenging Archer Trade Paperback. I have no idea what era this is from, but it definitely has Mockingbird in it, so it's probably that era. It's probably that twelve issue miniseries, or the the three different miniseries era. Ooh, which those are actually pretty good. Yeah, I really like the the first one was really good. That's also Mark Grunewald. Was it really? One of them was. Dang. Yeah. Uh, Heathen's number three from Vault Comics. This is a. Very popular book. Um people are stoked on this one. Cool. Some crazy uh crazy pirate action from <laughs> from our friends at Vault. Nice. And we have on top of that a heavy metal magazine. Yeah. Number three hundred and thirteen. Holy shit, that's a lot of heavy metal. Going strong. Uh homesick pilots number eleven is out. Nice. And Hulk number three, the Donny Kates Hulk. this is um <laughs> I won't say that I disliked it, but I definitely will say that it dicked around a bit and definitely dipped into some very common uh tropes for Donny Kates.
1: Oh, that definitely. There's that trope of giant of Hulk taking giant Wolverine's severed hand well, and stabbing oh, him in the okay. eyeball with
0: it. <laughs> so that's maybe not a trope, <laughs> uh, but there definitely is. He definitely injury re- to eye motif. Sorry. Oh, that's, that's true. Okay. That all right. <laughs> it might saying. not be a Donny
1: Cates trope, but it's. A uh,
0: trope. But uh, th- the thing I'm referring to is the shadow version of a self in a in a oh, comic, yeah, which is yeah. something he has done. A few times now, so mm-hmm. we're we're seeing that come back. So I don't know. We'll see how that that plays out.
1: It does have regular sized Hulk stabbing giant sized Wolverine in his
0: own face with his own hand. I will say that is hand, that is, is pretty uncommon. Cool. That is really cool. <laughs> Again, chose the right artist for this.
1: (laughs) I mean, I'm also the one who was like surfing Wolverine is the greatest comic of all time and like literally everyone was (laughs) like. like, Everyone dropped everybody dropped
0: the comic right (laughs) then. What's wrong with me? Come on, it's so good. (laughs) It's so amazing. (laughs) Okay. Icon and Rocket. Season one of volume five is out. Cool. We got James Bond Himeros, number four. From that company that puts out that comic, probably Dynamite. It's definitely Dynamite. Philadelphia <laughs> Volume Three, Home is where the hatred is. Cool. If you like modern takes on vampires, it's sort of a it's sort of an inner city version of uh, American Vampire, where that was like taken place out on the range, sort of. <laughs> in some cases, uh, this one is uh, is more in uh, Philadelphia. So, hence the title. Only there's killing. <laughs> King Spawn number six. I think there's killing in regular Philadelphia. Damn it! <laughs> I don't know if that's true. The hence the name. Uh, I have never felt less safe than the show that I played in Philadelphia. Oh wow! That is the that is the least safe I've ever felt. I think,
1: actually. The least safe city I ever felt in a city I was visiting was Buffalo, New York. Really? And I don't know why, because everybody swears Buffalo, New York is a really nice place, but Mm. I thought I was going to die. Yeah. I don't know. It was like this overwhelming, like, I need to get out of here immediately or I am definitely not going to live.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I felt no, okay. weird
1: wrong turn I took. Uh,
0: I felt that way about um, oh, some town in Massachusetts, too. Mm, methwin. <laughs> uh, uh Methuen I uh, Methuen. Methuen. was I had some fun times in Methuen. We played a Eggbot played a show in Methuen that Ooh, was weird. Nice. We played for a <laughs> Did for Eggbot
1: a, ever play a show that wasn't weird?
0: <laughs> that is true. We played a show uh we played a biker rally there. Oh sick. <laughs> it was back when those weren't problematic. Real weird. <laughs> really weird. Uh, it I was the like bikers loved Eggbot? It turned out the bikers loved Eggbot. It was us and a really ridiculous, like, uh, cock rock band. Like, the, <laughs> the most ridiculous you've ever seen. Nice. I've told this story a million times. I but, think you've told me this story, but I love it. But it is still one of the funniest things that's ever happened. We were playing, probably someone else is going to have heard this too, but we were playing this show, and this band that looked like Poison times 10. <laughs> We're up on stage like fucking Dr. Roxo and his band up on stage. <laughs> and they're like, "Hey everybody, what, how you doing today? What a boom!" And they blew the and they blew the fuse on the generator outside. Because they didn't have a big enough generator, and next to them was a fucking bounce house with little kids in it, and it started <laughs> collapsing, <laughs> and the kids were screaming inside. And they would do that; they did it like four times, where they were like, "Hey, all right, everything's fixed, dude. We got and then the bounce house would collapse slowly. <laughs> and the visual was so so spinal tappy that it's burned into my brain. And it's one of those things when they make the independent film of your life. That's yeah, you gotta have that scene. That scene needs to be in there. Um. Okay, Lady Mechanica Monster of Ministry Number two is out uh, I think that's the name of it
1: Is that the one that has a picture of a lady on the cover?
0: Yep, but she's like mechanical, she's, lack. mechanical. <laughs> <laughs> she's got some accoutrements <laughs> uh, She's covered in gimmicks As uh, our friend Ben would say ah. uh, Ma, number five Hey mom! Hey, <laughs> hey mom! <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just keeping that going. <laughs> hey mom! Somebody's <laughs> down by the crick. They got one of them funny books. Um, now, this funny book is over at this issue. It is number five of five, and this book rules. Yeah, you like it's it. it's a crazy, spooky monster story. Cool. Uh, and we got some little golden books, a Mickey's adventure, if you will. Oh. Um, and some other things. We got a trade paperback for Miles Morales of Volume 6, All Eyes on Me. Cool. That's a rap That's lyric. a rap album. That's the name of a rap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I probably need to get more sleep. Yeah, me too. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Makes for good listening. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so <laughs> uh, we got a copy of, we many copies, uh, Misfits Evil Live. Uh, on vinyl uh, this week Uh, man this was one of my earliest uh, this was my first Misfits record that I ever owned Mm. it was given to me by a cool skater from out of town I was like in this little tiny town where nobody else skated but me and it was 6th grade and I was like nobody (coughs) understands me and then this that kid came in from fucking Maryland, and he had a, like, shaved head squeeb going down the front, and he, like, sometimes wore a devil lock with it, and I was like, wow, you're really cool. He was, like, the only guy I knew who could kickflip. You know, it was like fucking 85, so nice. anybody who could kickflip in like 85, 86, you were like, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> my first Misfits album was the second compilation, and Boo. everybody made fun of me. i made fun the of now. <laughs> I loved it, though. No, it's really good. I liked it. Yeah, me too. And my cool out-of-town kid story is missed the first Mr. Bungle album. I got that nice. on cassette and I still have it. And it's like from before they changed the, they got sued by John Travolta. Yeah, so yeah. the song is still called Travolta on it. Yep,
0: Collector's item. Awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that guy was from California. This album is great. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is so lo fi. There's so many dumb things. It's like, it's all the things you think of when you think of the misfits, like all the bad stuff. But it's the funny bad stuff, like they're acting like Jersey bros. and <laughs> Hey, Pasquale. <laughs> my, my favorite is, oh, got to tune these fucking guitars We hit them like jackhammers. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what do you think were lightweights? <laughs> and it's like, no, nobody thought you were lightweights. My favorite, also completely unrelated to this, I remember another reason that, like, as a kid, I was like, the Misfits are the scariest band ever, was one of my first things was I found out about the Misfits in Thrasher magazine hmm. because I was reading an interview with Jody Foster's Army um, <laughs> back JFA. then. Yeah, the, the JFAs. And those kids were like, yeah, the scariest show I ever played was with the Misfits. The, we played this show, and there was Chicken Wire, covering the entire stage so that people wouldn't climb on and kill us um and for some reason uh some skinhead's girlfriend was really into doyle and he kept threatening doyle and it's like why would you threaten doyle of all the people it's like like prison yard find the scariest dude and threaten him and it's like and he said we were watching from backstage this guy tore down the chicken wire to get to to Doyle and Doyle just really calmly pulled his guitar over his shoulder as the guy was coming over the chicken wire for him and cracked him in the head with his guitar. Oh. And he was taken away in an ambulance and they don't know what happened to him. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, that's the scariest that's the thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the band for like, me. Well, I mean, what are you gonna do? Some a Nazi skinhead comes for you, crack him in the head. Yeah, I mean I'm down. <laughs> yeah,
1: Definitely. That's where we're different. My, my, my early days of music being into music was like, I like fishbone. They sing about positive mental attitudes.
0: <laughs> I like positive mental attitude too. I liked the bad brains version w- w- was, uh, uh, you know, I mean a little, a little more, uh, in your face, but I mean that, that poor dude was, uh, breaking himself I mean <laughs> like jumping off speaker cabinets and then like landing on his face <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, HR, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. He was called HR because people were always calling human resources on him. (laughs) (laughs) I've actually (laughs) never, ever put that together. I can't believe that. That's terrible. I
1: have never, I don't know why. HR and human resources has never been a sentence that I've, or or two concepts that I've strung together.
0: Weirdly, HR and HR puffin stuff are two things I've never put together until just now um moon Knight number seven <laughs> yeah is we out. should definitely start talking about <laughs> comics again yeah we're like let's make this short yeah, anyway yeah. Let let's talk, talk about, about the misfits, misfits. <laughs> for 20 minutes <laughs> perfect uh moon Knight number seven Ooh. people are moon Knight's on the ascendant oh, uh, people are talking people about are moon Knight, losing their shit over it's moon night kind of trailers come out i saw it it looks pretty good i gotta tell you the costume i think looks like shit but that's just me yeah I thought that everything up until the costume looked fucking cool as hell. I mean, Oscar Isaac looks amazing. Wait, Oscar Isaac? uh, No, no, fuck. What is his name? Uh, That guy. Isn't it? Who is it? Oh, Christ! I do not know. Now I I need to pause. Haha! I I was right. It was Oscar Isaac. He is playing Moon Knight. Is it a show? It is a television program. It is a televisio programo. Oh, also, I'm recording still. Um, (laughs) I totally got you. So, um, my my date with Monsters number three is out. There is a manga named Number Five, just to make it impossible for anyone to order it. How the hell am I supposed to reorder a series called Number Five? It's time for us to talk to Japan about these manga. (laughs) Uh, yes. Uh, or at least my uh, my ordering platforms from simplifying the way that it is to reorder books like that. Uh, Phoenix Song, Echo, number four. I really dig this series. I think it's cool. Not just for the fact that it's, it's again, in that same way that I felt about Wonder Girl, where I was like, oh shit, look at all this, this stuff that we haven't explored. The Native American stuff in the Marvel Universe has not been explored, and it's fascinating and really cool. Mm. So I'm, I'm into it. I've been, yeah, I I really dig this series, and I'm really excited to see where they go with Echo in comics. I liked her in the in the Hawkeye show, but I think this is I think this is the place for her, and I'm excited to see it. Uh, Power Rangers number fifteen, and oh, they're both Power Rangers. I thought it was Mighty Morphin and Power Rangers. I was wrong. They're both Power Rangers. That's out. Nice. Uh, the Crazy Space Monkey Primordial is out. Yes. Good, good stuff. I like it. Uh, We finally got a thing that people have been asking for forever because they can't get enough of that uh, really gross fish sex. Uh, That would be (laughs) Providence Compendium Trade Paperback. All right. Uh, So we got some retro fan magazines, number 18. We got Rick Remender's Righteous Thirst for Vengeance, number four. Cool cool series. This was I I hate to use this term. It's kind of a placeholder. It didn't feel like really much happened in this one but mm. but it's still cool. There's, there's some fun stuff. We got a book called The Science of Surfing. Surfside Girls Guide to the Ocean. Looks cool.
1: <laughs> Japan, we gotta talk about these manga.
0: Hey, that's an American book. <laughs> it is. Uh, She-Hulk number one. I, I thought this was cool. Fun. I think this Good. was... I think this was the way to go. In a weird way, even though I loved this book and I'm going to keep reading it and it's wonderful and all that, it was a little disappointing to see. I knew that they were going to go this route. I knew that they were going to go simplified, like down-to-earth version of Jennifer Walters and not the crazy version from the old... Peter David stuff with like you know Andy the android and like making it very colorful and very cartoony and ridiculous. Dan Slott stuff? Sorry, Dan Slot. Yeah, Shh. it's like Peter also, David, Peter Dinklage. You know <laughs> Peter, the, stuff, the, the Peter, Peter Dinklage, Dinklage series. Um, yeah, and I I really enjoyed that. So seeing this being a little more down to earth was eh oh whatever. But I like her as a character. That the it also had that like oh, you really are treating her like a bottom-of-the-barrel character because the the introduction at the end of this, I was like, okay, <laughs> you're really digging this guy out of the gutter. <laughs> you know how you always get your, and then this guy shows up. Yeah. You're, you're this guy that shows up? Maybe should have stayed dead. But uh, that's just a personal aside. Anyway, we got Silk number one which i liked uh and i haven't really liked silk for a while so that's saying something
1: yeah i actually also liked uh silk and i think that that guy should not have stayed dead to counter your (laughs) (laughs) i like that guy his outfit is so stupid it is indeed stupid but that's part of what is great
0: okay (laughs) we should. <laughs> I'm interested. I mean, he's been dead twice, right? Oh, he's been dead like, like a he's lot like of times. Always. Yeah, I dead. mean, well,
1: he was really killed dead in when like the four issues of Avengers that Jeff Johns wrote before DC was like, you can't leave, and brought it right. back. Uh, that probably gives away who it is.
0: To a very select audience, <laughs> it gives <laughs> to away to the who people who is. read those four issues of Avengers. So nobody. Yeah, um,
1: I don't know. That's nobody.
0: Silver coin number eight. I like it. I do, too. That main cover, I'm so mad that they didn't give me those to see what the covers looked like, because I obviously would have ordered a shit ton more of the A cover. Holy God, that A cover is so good. This one? The mop bucket full of blood and faces. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. And eyeballs. It's pretty great. Um, Love that book. Uh, And also, another book that I loved, and I'm super glad that I loved it, uh, Silver Surfer Rebirth. Yeah, That was like, I was like holding my breath on this one because Silver Surfer, I am so hot and cold on Silver Surfer. You can take it in exactly the wrong way. Yeah, And this one, definitely, it brought up a ton of really weird questions that it didn't answer in the first issue. But I'm interested to see what they're doing with it. Yeah,
1: Silver Surfer is definitely one of those ones that like kind of like, you could make a real strong argument that like, you don't need to do another silver surfer comic. Oh, absolutely. Like, but yeah, it works. And especially in this con because the last time the silver surfer really worked as a series was, was like this era. Yeah. And, and uh, that's
0: what they're bringing back. That's what they're, that's what they're going for yep. here. And Ron and, Lim is and like, I mean,
1: arguably one of the classic surfer artists. And also,
0: point. also they're doing annihilation and they seem to be doing uh Thanos quest. Oh, so they're doing yeah. they're doing the era when Thanos came not Thanos quest. What was the I mean it was the Infinity Gauntlet stuff. Yeah. It was when he first got the Infinity Gauntlet in the Silver Surfer series. Right. So they're bringing that era back as well. Yeah. So it's it's all the things I really like about Silver Surfer and and there is an introduction of <laughs> they bring back a character for a hot second in here that I don't know why or what's going on but it was pretty cool. Um, And, uh, yeah. No, I'm stoked on this series. Nice. Gonna keep reading it. Um, And also the Momoko cover is gorgeous.
1: I didn't get That one wasn't on the shelf, so I didn't oh see it. Oh, my God. It's so pretty. I bet um, it is.
0: It's not. It should be. I don't know. Hmm. It's then maybe it's
1: the good-looking cover that I didn't realize was her.
0: Yeah, it definitely doesn't really have her hallmark on it. It's just a really – the color scheme is – pretty gorgeous is that the,
1: like the downshot one where it's like looking down on him yeah, on it's yeah like, okay it's, that one is cool yeah I just really, didn't realize really no dark
0: certain. and looks like a shattering on, this, on yeah. the back Space Riders hardcover volume 2 galaxy of brutality if you like you know if you're a fan of the sword you probably read this already so whatever and I mean sword the band <laughs> um, if you're a stoner rock fan you probably own every one of these trades Spider-Man, integrated suit, no way home. Pop Vinyl is out. He's adorable. Look at this little guy. I don't know what's going on because I haven't seen the movie yet. Spider-Woman, Volume 3, Back to Basics, trade paperback is out. Star Wars Adventures, Weapon of a Jedi, graphic novel. Um, The real weapon of a Jedi is his mind. (laughs) The real Um, weapon is love. (laughs) Uh, let's see Star Wars Doctor Aphra number 18 is out Star Wars High Republic 13 is out Star Wars High Republic Snapping Noise is out Sorry uh, Star Wars High Republic Adventure Galactic Bake Off is out <laughs> okay. Which is the only one that I'm actually Very excited to read <laughs> Uh, Strange Academy 15, I apologize to everybody who we sold out of the main cover. We got totally just slammed by scalpers right Jacked. off the bat. It was insane. It was like a horde of locusts. Like, I, I've never seen anything like it. People were very, I mean, because it's a $20 cover, so I think that's what happened. I Normally, I'm like, I can and jump on it. it's the main it. cover, too. It's the main cover, but it's the first. I mean, I guess. Normally, I wouldn't agree with this, where they're like, ah, it's the first cover appearance of this character, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? It's somebody we've just been introduced to, and we don't know anything about it. I gotta say, man, this cover is gorgeous, this character is cool, and it really kind of has a fun carryover to what's going on there. So, I don't know. I like it. Um, Hopefully, they'll do a second printing of it, so I can get it to people who actually wanted the regular cover do 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 um that is the one of the biggest problems of the way that we do things with the website is just that like if i if i'm not like on top of it i start hearing chings and i'm like ching 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 and then like wait, wait wait what oh god i did something wrong <laughs> and uh. i have to go find it and i'm like Damn it, we're sold out of this, you know, whatever comic. That's that's my only that's my only thing. Yeah. And I think it's because I limited people to two copies and I think that that's very attractive to scalpers because I think a lot of websites limit you to one. Oh. So, don't hmm. know. whatevs Um no big deal. They give us money and it helps us yeah, keep I was the store say, open at the, so. it, so. <laughs> at the same time you sold it. At the same time uh, it's a product that you don't have to worry about have Finding to, a home for We have to keep the lights on So, <laughs> Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, number 7 of 8 Yeah, it's a good series It is, and god damn it Those B covers are gorgeous Yep, Man, they're nice um, Let's see We've got Time Before Time, number 9 Indeed We've got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Number 125 The kids love it I like the cover and we've got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Reborn trade paperback time after time. Whoa. I know. Cosmic. Cindy Lopper's really happy with this <laughs> turn of events. <laughs> she sure is. She gets a quarter every time you read <laughs> that comic. Um, so speaking of those turtles, we've finally caved in and we've gone to carrying the NECA turtles. They're so good! Oh my god, the NECA Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles figures are so awesome are they like looking. Those wafers—they're lo- very much like NECA wafers. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, honestly, they probably taste the same. <laughs> uh, but these like things chalk. are all the Turtles in Time figures, and they have the crazy artwork from the shitty video game that we have out back. Actually, Ooh. the video game's not shitty. It's the shitty artwork where it's just like dudes in bad turtle costumes. <laughs> Nice, Pretty great Yeah, Um, But yeah we've got the Leatherhead, Michelangelo And a Raphael in That's the second wave of figures And also a Super Shredder Super Uh, Shredder Super Shredder Uh, Transformers number 39 is out There is the Transformers Back to the Future Graphic novel The crossover between those two properties That Mm, of course we knew Had to happen at some point It was just a matter of time After time (laughs) After time and we've got back in stock Everybody's favorite sexy gremlin Greta the, <laughs> You have a lot of those uh, Yeah cause people fucking love that sexy gremlin Alright We've already plowed through three fucking cases of those What? We've sold three cases of Greta gremlins Wow And then they restocked them so I bought two more cases <laughs> Okay <laughs> I don't know Hey I mean I guess. Honestly that figure is very cool Like Maybe it's, it's one person buying all of them people are people are buying the gremlins figures like consistently people did did you ever hear
1: the tony rieger ever tell you that story about what for christmas when he uh he was asked what he wanted and he he said he just wanted stormtroopers this is when he was a kid in the 70s and he just wanted as many stormtroopers as he could get and then, like, he got, for Christmas, like, all these stormtrooper action figures, and then he meticulously made, like, a phalanx of stormtroopers with, like, a Darth Vader action figure at the head.
0: That sounds very, that sounds very Tony. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but, like, I just love that visual of, like, a kid doing that, and now I'm imagining it with the sexy gremlins.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just, I just,
1: like, spike at the front, and, and then just, like, a phalanx, a phalanx of, sexy of uh, a sexy gremlins behind
0: him. Uh, that's good stuff. All right. We got uh, an Ultraman graphic novel. That is number 16. I don't know what's going on with this Ultraman, but I don't like Ultraman with hair. That's all I'm going to say. Wait, yuck. Yeah. Gross. Weird. It fucking freaks I mean, me it's a out. Mullet. It is. Uh, it's, uh, I can it's, be convinced if it's a mullet. It's an anime Mo Howard is what it is. No, I don't like it. I don't like it
1: either. But if it was, like, a cross between Ultraman and, like, Randy Savage, I'd be, like, down.
0: I mean, if it was the Ultraman, Randy Savage. <laughs> yes. Uh, of course. But in this in this particular version, I think I actually remember this. Uh, he's only got the bottom. He's got, like, his mouth is covered. Like, he's protecting himself from COVID. And then his head is exposed. So... Monsters can bash his skull So in he gets they, killed in, he immediately Immediately murdered by some sort of space monster If he was an ultra mega that was, that's what would happen to him Oh my god So speaking of things that I shouldn't be talking about On this podcast Holy fuck I just found space giants On YouTube and I've been going down a wormhole Of watching all the old space giants Oh I have
1: nine. I don't know of space this giants
0: is a, This is a Japanese TV show I think from the 60s that was on it was being re-shown on Canadian broadcasting when i was a kid cuz we lived so far north yeah, cbc yeah. would play on our regular feed and so i would rush home and it would be space giants and then voltron oh cool and those were the two things that were on right after school so i'd run home to catch space giants and voltron space giants was the weirdest thing i remember it being weird when i was a kid and in watching it now it is 10 times weirder it's this family of robots that lives in a volcano with a shazam style wizard that lives with them uh one of them is 50 stories tall and gold with big antennae and long flowing golden hair He's a robot with like sexy Fabio hair Uh, (laughs) His wife is a tiny Human robot who looks Like a person and is human Sized and they're married And then in the first episode They're like we are sad could you please make us a child that is like this crazy child they picked up a Johnny Sacco if that reference means anything to you or a Kenny from Gamera or whatever like a little kid that like for some reason gets all access the Steven Spielberg syndrome of all the Japanese shit where it's like little weird kid here have access to the most dangerous technology in the world we're going to give you a little flute that hangs around your neck that if you blow on it Goldar will come save your ass gotcha. Uh but they they all transform into rocket ships <laughs> and they battle this insane like demon that looks a lot like Captain Lou Albano as an <laughs> elf. It's insanity. <laughs> I love it. It's all yeah. Right. It is it's Time straight up straight up mental. I Google I have that. watched many episodes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't it's know. Nice that
1: there's that, that there are that many episodes yeah. to watch. Uh anyway. Cool.
0: Something else I like? What's that? Yusagi Yojimbo number 25. Yeah. And another thing. Venom. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. I am loving Venom. This is very, very good. That's words I use to describe things. I went to college. <laughs> <laughs> This is very good comic. This buy this comic, please. <laughs> I like. Why you no. not buy? <laughs> why, why you not buy? No, this thing is fucking awesome. I'm so into this run of Venom. I think I like this run of Venom more than I like the last run of Venom, which wow. is weird. But I'm. I don't know. Huh. Sleeper is my favorite character. Maybe because I'm a cat person. I like the but cat. I fucking love the cat. Um, I just. I don't know. I'm. I like this kid. And I think that this is the angle that I wanted to see them go in, because I feel like Brock sucks. <laughs> you know, like there's only so far you can go with him, especially now that you've made him virtually omnipotent. Yeah. And so kind of having him far away and having it be more concentrated on Brock's story... And, like, he can't save Brock, and it's more about what the symbiote is without a host. This whole issue is, like, the symbiote with no host being hunted. And it... I don't know. I just dig it. I think it's great. So, high marks from me. Also, as far as the dumbest scalper item of the week, (laughs) the order as many as you feel like it homage to Spider-Man 300... You know, I've got 25 fucking copies of it and people are like, "Oh, sell it on eBay." It's like, "Why are you buying these on eBay? They must have they must have printed 100,000 of these fucking things." But <laughs> right. it's a it's an homage to 300 and it's like they've done so many homages to 300. It's like yeah. the most it's like the most homaged cover of all time. And still people want it. That and that Justice League cover. It's still a cool cover. Also, that's a cool cover, too. Uh, We got Walking Dead number 31, that classic Michonne issue with her with the big sword. Oh, wow. Like it. There is an insane Del Mondo cover. Like, legitimately, if you saw it at an art show, you'd be like, oh, I hope the prisoner that drew this doesn't have access to the outside world, (laughs) because this is scaring me. It's essentially just Michonne and heads raining from the sky. I can see it from here. It's it's honestly kind of disturbing, and that comes from a person who watches at least five horror movies a week. <laughs> uh, I find that to be like, oh, yeah, that 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 is the work of a madman. <laughs> but uh, it's cool. Yeah. Cool. We only find them when they're dead, number 10. I forgot to read it. Damn you. Damn me. Well, don't worry. You can read White Cat's Revenge Plotted Dragon King's Lap? No. Uh it is <laughs> I'm sorry. I guess the I guess that I'm they glad there's to.
1: a spit guard because I literally just did a spit <laughs> take at the title.
0: The, the White Cat's Revenge, colon, as Plotted from the Dragon King's Lap? I don't know. Mm, uh, makes me tired. <laughs> I feel old. <laughs> <laughs> that made me that made me feel very old. Uh you know what else made me feel old? Uh X lives of Wolverine. X lives of Wolverine. I love this book. He lives honestly. X amount of lives. So is it 10 lives probably? I'm assuming. Um Man, so in essence this is a time travel story. We've got in this first issue we have Omega Red traveling through time and possessing people in the past to murder Xavier sorry that's a huge Spoiler but I mean that's what the comics About it's what the comics about Um, It does set up a big a big like Whoa oh because it Because it basically references origin in The beginning so you're like set up to believe That this is this is going to be Wolverine As a baby Mm. but I like this I like the way That they did Old timey Organic version of Omega Red I agree with that I thought that was real spooky with the like weird bone like where Wolverine's got his bone claws in this one because they're back in time and Omega Red in this has bone tentacles and they're creepy as shit yeah um i like that a lot the art was good as as a wolverine fan this is the kind of wolverine book that i want to read yeah totally. and so that's they did it they did a thing that i want to read so there it is that's all of them comic books for this week we got in under an hour come on everybody shut up (laughs) that's
1: pretty good (laughs) oh so that we already talked about devil's reign x-men with the weird multiple fat uh naked kingpin (laughs) pictures in it yeah there's so many naked pictures of kingpin in that comic (laughs) it's weird it was pretty sexy kind of kind of kind of that's your fetish i gotta say for you
0: it this one of the things that is interesting to see between the marvel universe on screen and the marvel universe in comics is how sometimes it's not all bad when it feeds back into the comic books I think Guardians of the Galaxy is a good example. I think all new Guardians of the Galaxy when Duggan took over and kind of pulled some of those personalities from the movies was like amazing. Um, And then this, where it's like they're kind of pulling Kingpin from the portrayal. It's like Kingpin had always been kind of a half-assed, like nobody really knew how to deal with him. I mean, there have been some great versions of him in certain things but the version from daredevil the tv series obviously was like next level yeah and i think that that's that's kind of feeding back into the comics and making it so that they kind of understand in the way that he understood that character so perfectly mm-hmm. i think now the writers are like oh shit okay
1: and it's jerry duggan on this too
0: yeah same guy yeah he knows what he's doing he knows what he's doing anyway um, anyway that's it you can follow us at um actually comics on the interwebs uh, you can follow us at Coast City Comics purchase things from coastcitycomics.com get some free shipping with $30 in purchases uh, we'll hold your weekly books if, you're, if you want to subscribe to your books through us the way you do it is you just buy them for local pickup we throw them in a folder and then when you want to have them shipped we'll ship them cool that's the deal that's um, a good deal it is a pretty damn good deal. Uh, anything you want to plug, Bob?
1: Oh, just uh, my Instagram dollar binge is really the only thing I got going on. Sweet. Pluggable. Nice.
0: All right, then. Yeah, plug with it. Thank you all so much, and uh, we'll see you soon. Okay, good night. Bye. Bye.